Hello, and welcome back to A Pinch of Honesty. It has been weeks, weeks and weeks and weeks, and so I'm glad to be back recording. Um, The holidays, the holidays are upon us, right? So the last time I recorded was before Thanksgiving, and, you know, I was ready to kind of check out and just be present over Thanksgiving, which I was, which was fantastic. And following that, actually, I got to meet a half-sister of mine who, through um, Ancestry, uh, we connected, and it was one of the wildest experiences of my life, mostly because First of all, we've chatted, you know, uh, basically since the pandemic started, you know, we FaceTime, we text and I feel like, you know, we've gotten to know each other, but it's very different doing that versus like meeting somebody in person for the first time. And so I was in Washington, DC and she came into town to meet me and it was the, the moment that, you know, we hug and say hi and it's like this, ah, she's my sister. And not a moment of stranger weird, right? Not, not a feeling of like we shared a hotel room in a hotel bed and there wasn't ever a moment of feeling anything other than like this deep connection that this person is my sibling. Um, we stayed up late, you know, chatting and reading books and, you know, every little noise would make some comment. And I, I felt like almost I didn't even want to fall asleep because I didn't want our time to end which of course, like I'm tearing up because it was, it was emotional in like this magnificent way, right? To have this person who is nearly a decade older than me, um, who I've, I didn't even know existed and to connect on such a deep level with somebody, it was like, um, it takes your breath away, you know? So that's happened since the last podcast, which was just amazing, amazing, amazing. I have been trying to do an Advent watercolor every single day, which has been tough. I've been trying to finish up craft projects, which has been tough. <laughs> I've been trying to get all my baking in, which has been tough. Um, and it seems like as the holidays get closer and closer and closer, there's quite a bit of stress just a re- revolving kind of around getting everything done. And so... um you know, next week is the week of Christmas and I hadn't even realized it was upon us. I know it sounds crazy, but I hadn't. And people had put meetings on my calendar all the way through December 24th. I mean, just piles, piles and piles of meetings. Um, and that's not how I want <laughs> to kind of wrap up my work year, you know? So I'm taking some steps back to really evaluate what's on my schedule and what do I really want to accomplish before the holidays and then as I wrap up into the new year. And with that being said, it made me kind of remember that I think this must be rolling up on or getting close to um, kind of the year anniversary of A Pinch of Honesty. So for those of you out there who've been listening to me religiously or those of you who just drop in, thank you. You know, it's been a year of this. And so cathartic. <laughs> it's the it's the speaking and knowing that even if there's a single individual out there who hears it, makes you feel better. And on top of that, knowing 
that there are folks who are actually gleaming insight from what I share, it's been just um, so insanely rewarding. And so um, I will endeavor in the new year, I think, to have some more guests on, you know, schedules have gotten so crazy that I haven't even pushed to have any new guests on in quite a while. And um, I know that you guys, the listeners, do like it when I have um, guests on instead of just the the day in and day out of, um, you know, Christina's honest life. Um, I also wanted to bring up that I have been, and you all know this, you know this, I've gone through so many books this year, so many books. And it's gotten to the point where, you know, especially when I was traveling, I was looking at what audible books did I have? What could I listen to? What would cover the length of time, right? Like these are the things that are going through my head. And what I realized was that I've just been plowing through my monthly audible credits, right? So I've been buying extra credits, no big deal, fine. Um, but I've had like a handful of books that kind of just sit that I've downloaded and I just, I haven't listened to yet. And one of them was sitting there and it's got some cover and it kind of reminds me of, I'm trying to think of the author. They're like the books that like, um, I want to say it's like Nora something or other. You always see them in airports. Maybe it's like Nora Roberts, maybe. I might just be making up names now. <laughs> um but they always kind of have like a country looking scene on the front and um, I've never read them. I don't even know what they're about, but this book kind of had that cover. And so I hadn't even really like clicked on it. I was the whole time thinking, Oh, like maybe it was a free download or something. And it turns out it's actually like book three or four in a series I've been listening to about this librarian who solves mysteries. And so it's a murder mystery and I love murder mysteries. I don't like gruesome murder mysteries. I like, um, I would say much more lighter fare for my murder mysteries. Um, and so the cover completely swayed me, right? Like I, I didn't even want to listen to it because of the cover. So I've been listening to it now and it's actually, you know, a nice follow on to the previous stories. Although I would say, um, there is definitely some hmm, sexist behavior in the story that I kind of have a hard time with. Right. So it's, you know, the domineering man who doesn't want the little lady getting hurt. He doesn't want her getting involved in crime. He doesn't want her solving mysteries. And that type of behavior long-term in a story, it will turn me off, right? So I'm only going to make it so far. And then, you know, if her boyfriend continues this type of behavior, I'm just not even going to listen to the series because, you know, um, at this point, right, we're in book four, she solved multiple murder cases. Yeah, she's gotten injured. Yeah, things have been a bit dicey, but she does it because she cares and I feel like that should be enough motivation for the main male character to be supportive of her. And yet it's still like this pandering, I don't know. Um, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. So we'll see, we'll see where the we'll see where the storyline goes. In other news, I went out for a run today with one of my besties. And um we are insanely evenly matched when it comes to books. You know, and I haven't seen her in like a month or something. And so you know, it's just the constant like, oh my God, have you read this? Oh my God, have you read this? Oh my God, have you read this? And what she brought up with me is a series that she's been on by Alona Andrews. Now, for any of you that, you know, have listened for quite a while, you know that Alona Andrews and um, and her series really, for me anyways, um, it, it opened a lot of doors, right? It opened me into kind of more paranormal and paranormal romance, maybe even 
And, um, and I would say even to some degree, uh, you know, it's got a little bit of fantasy in it as well. Right. And, um, she definitely has had series that I love, right? So the innkeeper series I've loved, which I'm sad that I haven't seen any of those come out. Um, the Kate Daniel series, which is the first series that I got into by her, which is that kind of fantasy, um, you know, kind of a bit of romance. It, it ended so poorly for me. Like the series could have ended two bucks earlier and I would have been infinitely happier than I was when, by the time I got to the end, right. That, um, they just kind of completely turned me off of the author as a whole. Now, part of what I love about the author is that it's a husband and wife. And so there isn't even a person named Ilona Andrews. I- Ilona is a combination of the husband and wife's name, which I like because I feel like the characters are a bit more well-rounded, um, because they're not, all from kind of a female perspective or all from a male perspective, right? I like it. I like it. But um, but after the ending of the Kate Daniels series, I've just I've been like, nope, if it's not a if it's not an innkeeper series, I'm just not gonna go there. So um Stylo brought up with me, right? Um, you should go check out this other series. So I I dutifully downloaded um a couple books from there and you know we'll see, we'll see if I get into them or not. According to her, I will, although the names kind of sound like stripper names or porn names to me <laughs> of the main character. So we'll have to see. Uh it that again could be one of those things where I don't know what the author was thinking, right? But again, it turns me off, right? It definitely turns me off to um to the story. And meanwhile. Uh, on top of all of this, right. While laying in bed with my new half sister and talking about all the books that we love, she turned me on to a website called fussy librarian. And the fussy librarian website is basically a website that goes and looks at Amazon every day for particular, uh, genres of novels. And when they go on sale for $0, they send you an email and you get an email every day that updates you with, here's all the books that you can download for free, right? So it's not even one of these things where it's part of your Kindle Unlimited. It's just books for free, right? So if you haven't, go check out Fussy Librarian and you can put in the genres you like. Even my, you know, kind of um, antiquated hubby who doesn't really like doing those things, he was like, oh, really? He's like, this way I can read some of my sci-fi books. And if I don't like them, I don't have to finish them because I didn't pay for them. And I was like, exactly, right? Um, What's been difficult about having the Fussy Librarian is that it gives me so many books and currently, right, they're all Christmas books and I just want to read them all, right? But they're, again, electronic versions of books, not Audible. Audible, I can listen to when I'm in the car. I can listen to it when I'm baking, right? I can't read and bake, right? So um, it's slower going and I've probably downloaded 20 Christmas <laughs> books. And speaking of that, um, the other thing which I didn't even know was a genre is a cozy mystery. I had no idea why fans, why listeners, did you not inform me that cozy mysteries are a thing? I have read a lot of cozy mysteries and I didn't even know they were cozy mysteries. Now I know there's an entire genre of books called cozy mysteries, which of course under this fussy library and I signed up for all the cozy mysteries to come to my um, email every day so I can choose from them. And it's been great it's been great. Now, at some point, I may start feeling overwhelmed just from the sheer number of books. Um, but my hope is, is that it actually just kind of opens me up to a number of new authors. So I'll keep you posted with how it goes. So with all of the Thanksgiving and family time and coming back to work and having things be stressful and then traveling and coming back, and it turns out, you know, when you travel, you come back and it's like 
three times the amount of work as when you left because everyone wants you know piece of meat, right? So they just want their piece of meat. It has been ridiculously stressful here. And it had gotten to the point where when I get stressed out, my neck muscles get very tight. And it's on the back of my neck. So they had gotten so tight that they began to tighten up the muscles on the front of my neck. <laughs> and so I went to my masseuse, who's also, you know, she does body work and acupuncture and those types of things. And she was like, what in the hell did you do to yourself? <laughs> and I mean, it was just, you know, even to be touched tight, 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 tight. And so I've kind of vowed to myself just not to let that happen again. Now, of course, at some point it probably will. But again, this is this is an honest podcast, right? So <laughs> the chances that I'm going to get way overstressed and, and cause myself some more pain and headaches, it's it, it will probably happen. But I'm going to try my darndest not to let it happen. And I'm going to try to be more conscious of when that stress is really beginning to build so I can try to nip it in the bud before it actually gets too far along, right? And... Um, and we'll see, right? We'll see how that goes. Um, if you're wondering how any of my self-realization, self-actuation, um, meditation, how all those things are going, um, here's my update on that. And again, we're being honest here. So I made it to day 10 of my meditation course, and I haven't made it past day 10. I have a buddy who's doing the course as well. Um, and she said she would continue if I continued and I dutifully said, yes, yes, yes. And then I've yet to actually sit down to do it. Right. So it's 20 to 30 minutes of meditation every single day guided. Right. And it's around these sutras. Um, but for whatever reason, they're just not calling to me, right? Like it's not something that I'm finding that I want to make the time for. Right. And you know, when you're stressed out and you have to come up with those slots of time for things, I'm definitely not shoving that in. Now, have I been meditating? Yes, I have. Um, but I've been sitting still and quiet with myself, not doing the guided meditations. And that for me, rolling into the holiday season has meant a lot, right? Like that's actually been one of the things that's been helping quite a bit. So this morning while I was, you know, well, not while, but right after I meditated, I, I pulled a card from my Nightmare Before Christmas deck. And it spoke to me enough that I decided I really wanted to, to bring it on to the um, podcast. And um, so here it is. I actually have the lights off in my room while I'm doing this. So I'm trying to get um, some light on the pages. Plus at this point, right, I kind of need reading glasses. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, anyways, so I got the six of potions and I got it upright. So for any of you who are, you know, looking these up or have your own deck, you can take a look, but it says, close your eyes and think of a time in your past when you were truly incandescently happy, downright joyful. Even it's time to recreate that feeling, reconnect with the little things that make life fun and leave your bubbling over with simple, pure happiness. Sometimes the six of potions can be a sign you'll soon be reunited with someone important from your past. Enjoy the memories. So the second part of the card, you know, the, the past doesn't really mean much to me at this point, right? But the top part, right? The paying attention to little joys, reconnecting with those little things that make life fun, um, 
just simple, pure happiness. I took that with me. So I pulled this card this morning while meditating and I took that with me the whole day, right? So through every, you know, uphill, every downhill, every bit of stress, every bit of joy, I really looked for the little things and I had such an excellent day. Of course, the day's not over. And of course, every day has ups and downs. And one of the things that I've really been discussing with my daughter a lot is not to judge a day as a bad day or a good day, right? That there's lots of things that happen in a day, both up and down, right? But to remind myself to look for those little joys, you know, I reminded my daughter to look for those little joys, right? So as we were walking home from school, um, there was an old deaf dog that's one of the neighbors that just wanted to follow us home. And my daughter just wanted to keep it. She was like, well, you know, they're not paying attention. Maybe we just take her home. I'm like, no, we can't. We're not stealing somebody's dog, right? But we walked this old dog home um, and its its kid owner was coming home from school as well. And so she grabbed her. And um, it made us both feel great, right? It made us feel great for bringing this little puppy home. I say little, right? She's She's got gray hair. She's an old lady. Um, but it also made us feel great because we got to pet the dog and she was super happy and she was licky. And it reminds you that there's just this joy in a dog that you often don't see anywhere else, right? Like it's, it's just this unbridled happiness. So on this Tuesday, it's getting dark. It's cloudy here. I'm hoping for snow. My call to you, my fair listeners, is tomorrow or the next day or whatever day you listen to this. Look for little joys. Look for happiness. Even in something that doesn't appear to have anything. Even if you're on the verge of tears because something is so horrible, I ask you just to look for that little silver lining. And if you do that as you move through your day, whatever day you listen to this or the next day, maybe you wait a week, you stew on it. You figure out how you're going to do it. Um, Let me know how it goes, right? Connect with me and tell me how did the little joys affect you? Because what I found from today was that um, it made me feel light, if that makes any sense to any of you. It made me feel as if there wasn't anything holding me to this earth. I felt flighty, which of course for somebody like me who isn't grounded, (laughs) it's probably not a good thing. (laughs) Um, But it was an amazing feeling. I don't know if I'm going to do it every day, right? Um, But it made a difference for me today. So with that, my pod, I thank you for tuning in and hopefully um, I'll see you here soon. So I'll catch you on the flip side.